Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of These Are The Valleys. Man, we got a short episode today, but it's going to be a good one, I promise, so buckle in. As y'all know, I usually start these podcasts with just a small briefing of what's caught me up to this moment, this revelation, this understanding that God has given me for the week. And so just a small, short, vague overview of what's been going on. Your girl's just been emotionally down. You know what I mean? I feel like the friends that are usually there for me were busy or just it wasn't hitting when I was telling them what was going on with me and they were responding. Even my boyfriend, it wasn't hitting when I was telling him what was going on and he was responding to me. And this is just very unusual. I usually have I usually feel very supported by my support system and my network and my friends, my boyfriend, my family. And I just hadn't been feeling that, if I'm being very honest. So God really had to snatch me up out of that. He had to snatch me up, bro, because he was like, you are looking to everyone else to get the comfort, the reassurance, the rest that only I can give you. And so that had left me feeling empty, left me feeling resentful. Um, and it left me feeling like very alone, I think is the best word. And we are not called to feel that way as believers. We are not called to feel that way as co-heirs with Christ. We are not called to feel that way as children of the most high God. And so I just really had to sit with myself after God, you know, politely snatched my edges with that, um, and just really kind of get to the bottom of Why the heck I was putting other people before God? Now, of course, you know, we can hide behind that very baby Christian understanding that, oh, well, you know, my friends reply to me right then and there. God doesn't really. Y'all, listen, I understand when you're a baby Christian, but once you start hearing from God, that's that's an excuse. I'm calling it. I'm sorry. I'm calling it. That's crap. So um, I just really had to sit with myself like, girl, you need to get it together because there's only one source, right? There's only one ultimate source. And I had to consider the fact that these people have lives going on too. So you can't expect them to be able to pour and pour and pour and pour and pour into you. Not that I was being like super needy or anything, but still, you never know. Some people's capacity that they usually have to help you out as a friend may not be there during different seasons. And so you have to be able to be sustained without your friends, without your family, without your boyfriend, without your girlfriend, without whomever. And the way that we find that sustenance as believers is through Christ and Christ alone. And we have to become good enough friends with God, not just followers of God, but we have to become good enough friends with God that we can go to him and we feel comfortable going to him. With our issues, our problems, our hurts, our fears, our worries, our shortcomings, we have to feel okay with that. And I think that's where I was faltering. So this episode is affectionately titled Lean On Me. I don't know if y'all had to sing that song in elementary school, but I did. And I love that song. Lean on me. Hey, when you're not strong. Hey, and I'll be your friend. Y'all, that's a prophetic word. That is a prophetic word. I don't know about y'all go look up the lyrics, but that is speaking to me right now. So yeah, I just want to speak to those persons, persons. I mean, that is a word. I want to speak to those persons, I guess. I'm going to stick with it. (laughs) Who have been feeling the way I have been feeling where it just feels like, man, I just feel empty, resentful, alone. I feel like I'm not being as well supported as I would like to be. Y'all, we got to go to God. We have to go to God and not complain about our friends. Go to God and be like, Lord, why'd you give me such a poop circle? Like, no, no, we're going to God as the source 
of all comfort, the source of all restoration, the source of all filling, right? So it reminds me of some scriptures that I really, really like from Matthew 11. So it's going to be Matthew 11, 28 through 30. And I'm going to do my best to say this well. Um, It says, come to me, all of you who are weary and heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Then it goes on to say, take up my yoke and learn from me, for I am gentle and humble in spirit, and I have rest for your souls. And it goes on to say, for my yoke is easy and my burden is light. It's a lot to unpack there. So let's start with verse 28. Um, Come to me, all of you who are weary and heavy laden, and I will give you rest. That is one of my favorite verses. Because your girl, I am a constant, frequent, recovering member of burnout. (laughs) That is one of the anchor scriptures that I use to just really remind me that God is where I get my rest from. In those seasons where it's like you're grinding, you're grinding, you're grinding. Because you're not grinding all of your life, like. I don't care what Nipsey Hussle said on my life. Been grinding on my life. (laughs) Y'all, can y'all tell that I'm like 98% saved? You know what I mean? That 2% is like floating around. But um, yeah, I love that scripture because it just reminds me when I'm just so tired, so exhausted, especially when you get to those points where it goes beyond physical exhaustion, but you are emotionally, mentally, spiritually like Done. Like you have nothing to give. You are on zero percent. That is one of my favorite anchor scriptures because it literally is for us. Those who have a lot of burdens, those of those of us who are really weary with life, go to God and he can give us the rest. Then 29 says, take up my yoke and learn from me. Ah, why? Because I am gentle and humble in spirit. What? And I have rest for your souls. I really like to take up your yoke and learn from me. Um, Learning from Jesus is like the best thing that we can do when we don't know what else to do or we don't know where else to go and we don't know how to react in a situation. We can always turn to the word of God for some sort of instruction, encouragement, reassurance and refilling. Um, So I love that. And then the yoke part shows up again in verse 30, where it says, for my yoke is easy and my burden is light. Now, I remember when I was a baby Christian, I really struggled with this, even when I was like a a toddler Christian, (laughs) if you want to put it in those terms. But um, when I was in the early stages of really anchoring my faith for myself, I really struggled with this verse because it was like, my yoke is easy, my burden is light, but Christianity is hard. What are you talking about? I have to die to self, Lord and Savior. Die to self. Are you talking about my burden is light? I can't hang out with my friends that I used to hang out with because I don't do the stuff they do no more. You talk about my burden is light. What? You say in your word that the world will hate us because we love you and we know you and your burden is light. Like it just wasn't making any sense. Like this is not no light stuff. Christianity is not for the weak, like real relationship with God. The religion is easy, but the relationship is so hard. Like it can seem so, so, so hard. But then I believe, I don't know if I was listening to a sermon or if this was a personal revelation, but let's just attribute it to somebody told me, because I really don't know, um, that they explained about what a yoke was. Oh, I remember what it was. I was listening to a podcast. I vividly remember, y'all. I was in Planet Fitness listening to a podcast, as I do. And it was uh, Tatum to Mia's podcast, Lord. I'm, oh, Blessed and Bossed Up. And she was talking about what a yoke actually is. And it's that stick that is shared between two oxen, usually, to carry a load, 
And um, what she saw, what God revealed to her about, about this verse was that he's carrying most of the yoke for us. What would have been an overbearing load for one oxen is shareable for two. And not only that, God did the heavy work. Jesus did the heavy work himself, held the yoke for us all so that when we get up under that yoke, it's real light. Do you get what I'm saying? The burden that would have been on us before Jesus. Oh my goodness. I thank God every day I am born post grace, post law. Well, current grace post law. I am so grateful. So grateful because your girl wouldn't have made it. I would have been stoned to death in the public square for talking back to my man. <laughs> I'm telling you right now, I would have been done for. I don't know about y'all, but I would have been done for from the jump. So what God was uh, sharing with her and that I really took to heart was the fact that God is not saying that Christianity is easy, but what he is saying is this is the relationship where God shares in it with us and makes the burden lighter, right? If you have to carry 50 pounds by yourself, it can feel heavy. But if you have, if you get to share that load with someone else, it feels light. So it's not saying that what we have to walk through, what we have to go through is not heavy, but because we have help, come on somebody, because we have help, it's not as heavy as it would have been without him. And we need to stop carrying that yoke by ourselves when God, the oxen is there waiting for us, waiting to help us, right? So I just wanted to share that revelation with y'all that she had that I held on to and I'm now passing on because it is just so, it has transformed the way that I read Matthew 1130 because his yoke is easy and his burden is light because he is a God who shares in it with us. He came into humanity, y'all, to share with us, to literally take on our punishment so we wouldn't have to, you talking about a, a light burden? Ooh, we. Let me come up off of that. <laughs> Proverbs 1830 says, but the name of the Lord is a strong tower and the righteous run to it and are safe. A strong tower back in the day was the central part of the city. Like think about like the exact middle of whatever city you live in. Um, that when the city or the nation or whatever was being attacked, the people would run into the strong tower. It's super, super fortified, super, super built up and they would be safe. They literally would be good. Like it's like having a bunker, right? Um, in these days or times, which who has a bunker? I don't know. Please let me know in case something happens. Um, I would like to be there as well. But it is like that. And so to say that the name of the Lord is like that, that you have safety from harm, that you have safety from danger is so powerful, especially back in those times when they knew what a strong tower was and they could literally look out their window and see it and have that reminder every day of this word. I can only imagine how comforting that was to walk past a strong tower after having read this scripture and be like, ah, I got you, Lord, you know? Um, so just remember that as well. Like the name of God alone is enough to keep you safe. Whatever you're going through, whether you are not physically safe, mentally safe, emotionally safe, or even spiritually safe, because hello, spiritual attacks are very real. The name of the Lord is what keeps you safe. So yeah, y'all. And then I just want to leave y'all with this last little tidbit. Whoever you're looking to, whatever you're reaching to for comfort, for reassurance, for validation, 
Those things or people should point you back to God every time. If it's not pointing you back to God, that is an idol, not support. And we've got to know the difference because if these people or these things are not pointing you back to God, they're trying to take the place of God or they're going to take the place of God eventually in your heart and in your mind. So if they're not pointing back to God, don't no longer look at that as a, a point of support because it's not. Look at it for what it is. It's an attemptive idol. So I just want to throw that in there because it is okay to have support. God always says how it's important for us to have friends. Um, there's even scriptures talking about how two people are better than one because if one of them falls, we'll be able to help each other up. Um, but these people have to be the right people. We have to have discernment. We have to be wise. Um, James 1 5 says, if you ask for wisdom, God is generous that he will give it to you without finding fault. So no matter what you've done, no matter if you've got yourself in this situation, if you ask God for wisdom to get out of it, if you ask God for wisdom on how to proceed, if you ask God for wisdom on how to have a conversation, he will give it to you generously, y'all. Generously. So yeah, y'all, that's today's episode. Not too long, but I hope you will agree it was a good one. Remember to lean on God for any and everything because he is always there for you. He will never leave you nor forsake you. All right, well, I don't know what it looks like from the mountaintop, but for now, these are the valleys. Bye.